radio host to the West. And uh, how are you doing this morning, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very, very good, and I want to get you to sign on to my initiative. Um, I don't know how bad it is pollen-wise out where you are, but I have, I'm have. i proposing we burn all the trees down. Hmm. Interesting theory. Right. I, 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 and I understand you sitting in Asheville and tourism dollars and all that. You're like, I don't know, man, but hear me out. The frickin' lake is yellow, yeah. okay? Yeah. The lake is yellow, and I thought for a moment when I went into the parking lot yesterday, because sometimes we get those days down here because you all have, you lit your stuff on fire accidentally. Fair enough. And then the, sm- Fair and then the smoke comes down here. Yeah. It looked like one of those days yesterday. So I vote, we, we, we suck it up. Yeah. I'm firmly convinced this is why the lost colonists left, too. Um, we suck it up this year for now, and right. then we wait for a big ice storm in the winter, and we burn the trees then, so it, it also melts the ice so it's useful who's with me. That's Well, this is what I always say. Whenever spitballing these types of grand solutions, there are no bad ideas under the cone of creativity. All right, so no bad ideas here. Uh, So if we think this through, well, there's also some uh, there's some benefit here because you know down in Charlotte they're always having problems with those worms that eat all of the the leaves of all the trees every year. And so if you burn them all down, worms are dead. Uh, So that's a win win. They're out. Yeah, that's a win win. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. downside. I will say downside here is like from a uh, from a person who lives here in the mountains where they do the controlled burns and even not so controlled burns like a couple years ago the big Tennessee fire. Uh, yeah. I turned on my AC in my car yesterday on the vent, and uh, it, through the vents, still smells like kerosene. How many years has that been? Oh, Four years yeah. later? So just keep that in mind. Everything is going to smell like kerosene for years afterwards. You burn that kind of volume of trees. Now, there is a downside to this, though. You know that some trees, they uh, they repopulate because of the high temperatures from forest fires. Right. Well, as somebody who grew up out in the mountains of Wyoming and adjacent to Yellowstone, which burned down, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, hey, it's greener than ever. Right. Uh, we're going to have to stay on top of this. I readily admit that. But <laughs> could I could I, could I, I throw one other thing in? Because I understand that not everyone cares enough about pollen to burn all the state's trees down. Yeah, true. So I would like to propose that we do it for equity mm. and, and piggyback on that story out of Portland where they were wanting to make an evergreen the mascot for that high school did you see that mm-hmm. yeah it's racist and then dis- and they decided that was racist because right. uh people were lynched from trees not right. uh, not as many evergreens probably though since you know the just the design of the tree is not true not right, conducive but- to that sort of operation yeah but in this case, uh, you know, better safe than sorry. So I feel that if we say that it's for equity, not equality, but rather for equity, equity. and for those reasons, uh, we can bring others to our cause. You so. could also just spitball, and again, mm-hmm. infrastructure. If you pitch this as an infrastructure type of measure, you might get no. some additional buy-in. No, no, you know, because here's where you're making the mistake. Because logically, you could claim, well, then what you, you know, instead of burning it, you could cut up all the wood and then you could use it to construct actual things. What you're failing to understand is infrastructure is not the construction of actual things anymore. Right. No, that roads and bridges. Right, right. No, I was thinking that pollen removal is the infrastructure. That's the component. Oh, okay. Right, right. All right. Oh, I mean, come on. I'm a man of the times. I'm not thinking in some archaic, you know, backwards way that building stuff is infrastructure. Give me a break. Right. What kind of person do you think I am? 
Let me ask you this question too, Pete. Um, which are you more excited to ride on, the 500-mile-an-hour train or the 21,000-mile-per-hour plane? The plane, definitely. The, the subsonic plane. I want to be on the, the Mach 27 subsonic plane. Okay. You, yeah. But not first. You kind of want to take the third ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> does, does he know that the fastest pl- uh, commercial airline plane, which was not the Concorde, by the way, it was the <laughs> Russian version, uh, 12% of them basically exploded in midair. So you had about an 88% chance of getting there. And and that thing that thing only went like, you know, twice, roughly twice the speed of sound. Right. So I, how fun yeah. is it to watch this stuff as you're, as, you're watching, as you're watching the press conferences like I am? Yeah, well, it's amazing. Again, it's the double standard. It's amazing how, like, the blinders that the media put on uh, when it's their guy. And it's and it's 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 sad. It's cringeworthy. It's he's saying things that don't make sense. But, you know, when it was Donald Trump doing this stuff and, uh, you know, I, I, I said he would speak in word salad, right? Like his his sentences would start someplace and end on a completely different thought. And like to me, that was kind of concerning these uh, these flights of ideas, as they're called. You know, it's 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 the sign of sort of a scattered mind, you know, um, and I'm not saying that that's necessarily something something to be concerned about, but I, I'm always curious about the way people think about things, and uh, th- like the way he spoke indicated a certain way of thinking, and I was curious about that, and what does that mean, and uh, you know, it's it's not, let's just say, most people don't speak like Donald Trump speaks, right? Uh, and, and the same thing now with, uh, uh, pe- but while people were very interested to, you know, join me in questioning that, and of course they always ran to the, we have to impeach him because he's, you know, He's senile right. and crazy. He right? leans. He leans. He leans forward a little. Right. He must have, you know, Siberian super aids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he's right. Yeah. We got to throw him out of office. Whereas now you have somebody who's doing, you know, similarly concerning things, and there's no, there's, there's no curiosity about it. Nobody cares. And uh, in the, you know, in the media, the people that you know direct this sort of uh, conversation at the national level, unfortunately. No, I, I you saw that thing where Samantha B. They were talking to Samantha B. And just <laughs> yeah. like, why don't you why don't you make fun of him? She's like, because we like what he's proposing. Yeah, why would we well, make yeah. fun of it? Yeah, yeah. But also, do you think he's proposing those things? He sounded abs. <laughs> he sounded look as as a guy who a number of years ago told us that his home defense system was to put a shotgun in his wife's hand and have her open the door in the middle of the night if she hears something and lob off a few rounds yeah. into the darkness. Right. Um, I, I was astounded by how little he's apparently learned uh, watching that press conference yesterday. He's saying things that are so fundamentally inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just the usual gun grabber, you know, the, the Hall of Fame of inaccuracies with like, you know, uh, the uh, AR-1550 Cal, um, who is that, Sheila Jackson Lee? Or, oh, gosh. Uh, I, I, you know, it, it, that garbage. I expect I expect that from people. What I don't expect is the president of the United States to say no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. <laughs> Great. Now yeah. I'm not paying taxes. So right. This is perfect. And then, yeah. But for him to also bring up that stupid, mostly overturned fire in a theater reference, which people don't even understand what that was about. Mm-hmm. And 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 nobody to call him out on that. I I don't know, man. You, well, you're you assuming my frustration. You, you also you also are assuming that the reporters know these things too, 
right? That they they know that they have your level of understanding about these things. And what's very clear uh, is that a lot of reporters do not. They are so insulated from any other uh, ideas or any other philosophies. They're not informed, and so they don't know how they don't know how the uh, the president is speaking in ways that should be challenged. Precisely for that reason. For example, the Ron DeSantis uh, story, Axios. You know yeah. the Ron DeSantis story out of Florida, right? The yes. the hit job with CBS, and so uh, yeah. you've got Axios that they do their little write up, their little you know explaining uh, kind of journalism, and they say you know why this matters. And they talk about how uh, it was um, a chance for Ron DeSantis. He seized upon this attack in order to ingratiate himself with Trump supporters. So even right. so, like it's not that he's being wrongfully attacked, right, in this hit job uh, that is just I, I like I'm trying to imagine sort of a more egregious example of journalistic malpractice than this story and the way CBS is behaving and 60 Minutes is behaving. And I'm I'm coming up kind of dry on it. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's maybe bad. When they were, maybe, maybe when they were lighting those cars on fire on Dateline or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, they were blowing the cars up. That was a good one, too. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, I, I almost understand why they did that. Like, I almost get it because they needed the visual. You know, they needed <laughs> yeah. to blow something up for the, for the TV because TV likes fire. Um, so, but it's just interesting that they, that not only does Axios see the story here telling and informing its, its audience that the real story here is that Ron DeSantis is using a completely irresponsible and, and, uh, dishonest attack on him to ingratiate himself with Trump supporters. That's the main story to them. And not only that, but they say that he seized on it. Republicans pounce, Republicans seize. When reporters use that term, they don't even realize that they are being mocked for it. That's what I mean. They, they, there's this disconnect. They are so insulated. They don't realize that everybody on the right, we laugh when we see those words appear in uh, newsprint because it's such a parody at this point that they use yeah. the Republicans seize on this. And it's as I always say, this is one of the rules of journalism, which is when the scandal is about a uh, Republican, then the story is the scandal. But when the scandal is about a Democrat, then the story is about the Republican reaction to that scandal. And uh, people on the right recognize this and reporters don't. And that's why you need ideological diversity in your newsroom so as to be on guard for that kind of uh, uh, mistake. The state of Texas uh, weeks ago uh, cast off the rest of their restrictions. Yesterday, the state of Georgia did just in time for the master's. Um, what yeah. is inter- what is interesting is the other states have buckled down a little more, states like Michigan and New York and California. And right now, the statistics for the states who are continuing to have lockdowns or even increasing them in some instances, like Michigan, their numbers are going up, up, up. Texas plummeting. And uh, George on a downward trend. We'll see how it goes. Here in North Carolina, I feel like there is a possibility we're the last southern state to cast all of this off. Yeah. What the hell are we waiting for? Roy Cooper. Well, I mean, but, the, I, you know, I, and I saw you responded to a tweet. It was a response to a tweet that you sent out, and I saw that this guy was on there, and he's essentially making an argument that I think is a valid argument. Adam Love, that, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, well, I'll let you lay it out then. So, uh, Well, if you've got the tweet in front of you, yeah, go yeah, ahead and read yeah. his tweet, because he, ma- he makes a great point uh, about sort of the long game. All right, well, in the long game um, here, and I want to give credit where credit is due, hang on. Oh, you don't have the tweet in front of you either? I do. I No, I had it open, and then I closed <laughs> it to... Uh, here it here is. I've got it. Um, 
All right, so it says using reopening as leverage to wear down Burger and more to allow Medicaid expansion is the actual end goal, but Cooper can't say that out loud. And you know what? As many times as and as many things as he has hung his hat on surrounding Medicaid expansion, which let's be very clear, is an expansion of Medicaid for childless, able-bodied adults. Right. That and and I but that always gets misconstrued because people go, "What about the kids? Think of the kids. There's no kids here." Well, and there also zero, zero kids. Right, and also at a higher reimbursement rate than the kids. And yes, right. So if you're a if you're a provider, you actually get more money for treating the able-bodied people. The yes, the able-bodied childless adults. Yeah. You will get more money for. Yeah. And 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 he has tried everything under the sun, even including not signing budgets, uphol- or uh, uh, obliterating teacher raises that were included in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, every sob story I could possibly think of. So the idea that in the same way the teachers unions are holding uh, the schools hostage for things that they want. Uh, me, oh my, could our governor be holding us hostage for things he wants? Uh, yeah. um, perish the thought. What do you say? I think it's an interesting theory, one that should probably be explored by some, you know, enterprising journalist, if any exist. And, uh, you know, to, to try to ask, like, is this is this the play is to is to make it so, um, you know, so onerous that you agree to the Medicaid expansion. I don't think it's a good play, but then again, I, like I'm not in Roy Cooper's, you know, singularly focused war room to try to get Medicaid expanded. That like that is everything um that's his legacy, right? I think that's what they're that's what he vi- he views his legacy as is to try to get Medicaid expanded. I mean, he brought Mandy Cohen here for that purpose, right? So right. um if that's the per- if that's the if that's the focus and it was for the budgets and now like he he mentions it regularly during his COVID briefings is that the political pressure he's trying to apply here via the lockdown stuff? I don't know. I think it bears questioning. Somebody should ask well, him like would you lift that, these things in, if we got Medicaid expansion? Problems. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, questions. It's those whole questions, which he hasn't had to really take unless they've been tightly controlled for a year. And finally, the Senate race. I uh, just got a, a few minutes here. On uh, First of all, on the Democratic side, the fact that Jackson's out 100% on get rid of the filibuster when mm-hmm. these guys wouldn't touch that mm-hmm. uh, lets you know exactly how down and out that's going to be. And on the Republican side, uh, there's reporting this uh, morning uh, that, the, that Ted Budd will throw his name in there. I texted him yesterday to get an answer, and he did not. He's he just he's he's not ready to commit uh, or answer the question. So uh, we'll wait and see. But what a thing that would be, because if people don't know, the narrative kind of was out there that the reason Mark Walker just allowed himself to be exited out and didn't challenge Bud for that district, which he you know that would be the likely one he could have, is because Mark who is announced he's running for Senate was kind of going to be the Senate guy and Bud was going to be the house guy. And now Bud might challenge Mark and whoever else gets in there, McCrory, who the hell knows for the, for the Senate. This is getting, uh, that might get a little uh, nasty up in there, huh? I think the real winners we can all agree will be the media for all of the ad buying that's going to occur in the primaries for both sides of that race. Um, I'm very concerned when I see uh, state Senator Jackson start, um, uh, basically using 
Joe Manchin as uh, you know an avenue to puff up his bona fides among the the left wing moonbat brigade uh, on the abolition of the filibuster. That's what he's doing. I mean, if you're if you're going to run in the general election, if he clears the the primary, and I know that's got to be the first you know hurdle he gets over, but if he gets into the general election and uh, he's now going to what run on a centrist? You can trust me. I'm you know I'm not uh, you know a crazy leftist like that. Well, that's out the window now because you're talking about blowing up the filibuster, and that is as leftist as you're going to get. So, um, I, 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 I don't. His tweets are insane. So. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I guess maybe like he's raised a bunch of money. Is he very worried? I, I, I'm, I, I guess I'm kind of surprised that he felt the need to run that far left that quickly, but maybe that's where the party yeah. is internally now. Well, if all he's got to do is hold his tweets up against that uh, guy who ran against Madison. Uh, <laughs> and, and Mo it'll Davis. Look, it'll look centrist. Oh man. That guy's... <laughs> that's right. All right. Uh, Pete the uh, website. Appreciate the time, sir. Have a good weekend, and uh, yeah, I'll let you know when we're ready to burn. Okay. All right, thanks. And uh, remember, um, in case you weren't aware, Prince Philip died. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking into that. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it.